RadioInfluence.com. Your man DJ Contempt most connected DJ man. Um, it's been it's been a couple of weeks, so I apologize for not being here. But there's been a lot going on here at the DJ Can Podcast, and of course with life in general, as we've been, or I should say, I've been moving around. I say we like it's like always a bunch of people. Jason doesn't go to any parties with me. Jason doesn't want to go to anything like fun. He just simply wants to. Well, okay, Jason said, where's the invite? So so maybe I got to fix the invite. But to everybody out there rocking with Team Eakin, man, I appreciate you. And we are officially back. Today's a big deal to me, though, because um, I got, like, somebody from my extended family here. And uh, this is a dude that, like, I don't, I, Zabi, how old were you when I met you? Like, maybe six, five, maybe, you think? How old? Yeah, five or six is when I met you, when my mom introduced me to you. Okay, so, um... His name is Zavi Gonzalez, right? Zavi is 12, and I've known Zavi's mom and dad for a minute. Shouts out to Miss Alicia, um, working in the industry and and that sort of thing, this entertainment piece that we've been in. And Zavi, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, but but let me give you a little bit of my discovery of you and you as a kid outside of just, um, you know, the relationship with knowing your mom and dad and, and meeting you as their kid, right? So... I had seen you, I had seen you a few times, right? And every time I saw you online, you were just like having a good time, playing with your friends. There was baseball, there was this, there was that. And then one day, I think maybe somehow, maybe it was Facebook or Instagram, your mom posted something having to do with you and your relationship with Shriners, right? And we'll get into what Shriners is and what Shriners does and that sort of thing. And I think that's when I realized that, and you can also tell me, the terms that should be used because I want to learn some things from you today. Right. But that's when I realized that there was something different about you when it came to like your leg. And I was like, wait a minute. And it was so surprising to me because like I said, every time I saw you, dude, you were like positive and having a good time. And so I immediately hit your mom. I hit your mom and I go, how did I not know this? And she goes, what do you mean? And I go, every time I've ever talked to Zavi, every time I've ever seen him, it's a smile. It's a laugh. It's he's having fun with the kids. You would never know that he was a tad bit different. And like I said, if I'm not saying this correctly, I want you to correct me because I, I get to learn some things, too. Right. Dude, how are you always? First of all, man, I just want to say it's great to know you. Great to be like a friend of yours and the energy that you put off. I just want to say I appreciate that, man, and I love you for that, man, and I appreciate you being here today. My man, Zabi Gonzalez, uh, the DJ Can Podcast, he is here, um, and now that I gave you, you know, my heartfelt story on how I know you, how are you, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. We actually just went to Cooperstown, New York with um, with my team, East Bay Chiefs. Wow. Yeah, because because you're, you're a big-time baseball dude running around here in Tampa Bay, right? You, you play baseball a lot. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I play baseball a lot. Okay, I want to get into that. Let can we can we can we start first with your relationship with um you know and I have I have your bio in front of me. Zavi is what is known here in Tampa Bay as a Shriners kid. So I'll let you tell your story about your relationship with Shriners and you know what I'm saying like um or I can read the bio that sort of thing. But I, I think I want to hear the story from you, like you know you being a kid and your relationship with Shriners and just your life. First of all, you you can give me that. All right. So basically, when I was born, uh, my mom saw that um, something was like messed up, not really messed up, just like different about me. And 
So she goes to the doctor. She tells him, like, I feel like something's wrong with him. And then they check her. And then next thing you know, they're telling my mom that I have a missing fibula because I have fibula, fibula hemimilia. And okay. so in my right leg, I was missing my fibula. I had everything else except for my fibula. And when I was born, I was only born with three toes, not five. Wow. So basically, my mom decided to get my leg amputated. I think, I, I don't know, eight, I don't know specifically, eight or nine months. And I got my first leg at, I think, 12 months. And this is from Shriners, right? Yeah, this is all from Shriners. Okay. Now, and, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You got more, go ahead. And Shriners really just has been like a really great part of my life. Like they changed me. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't have had baseball or any of the accomplishments I have had today. Like I wouldn't have been able to go to Cooperstown. I wouldn't have been able to give all the speeches I've done. I've, I would have been in a wheelchair in my house, but my mom decided to get my leg amputated and props to my mom because if she didn't get my leg amputated, I wouldn't be doing anything that I would be doing today. But yeah, Shriners has just really changed my life because especially my doc, my doctor, Brian, but Brian, he is just, he just um, retired. So uh -huh. I'm going to have a new doctor. He's been working with me for the past 12 years. So it was kind of tough for, ha for having him to leave, but they have so many great doctors there and I have a new person taking care of me. And he and I've known him. He's really nice. Cool. But yeah, that's it. Cool. Uh, and and I think it's really dope. I think more kids should hear your story because I'm I'm sure you see social media, right? There's always and there's even people like me, right? When I'm an adult, I'm complaining about little problems. I'm complaining about this. When I look at like how inspiring you are, Let, let's go back in your story a little bit and and talk about you like as a little little kid, right? So you're eight nine months, you're uh, twelve months when everything starts to happen that is making it where you're in these changes, right? When do you, if you can remember, really realize that you're a tad bit different than the other kids? When I realized I was different, I think it was like my first year of school in pre-K when kids started like picking on me and stuff, they used to spit on me and like throw mulch on me. Oh, wow. And it was all because of my leg. And how did you, because kids can be, kids can be crazy, right? And, yeah, and kids, I, little kids, like they don't know. So right. they probably just have never seen anything like that before. And did you get a lot of questions from, from your, your friends that you were meeting, like, Asking you because I've seen you make a post too about the kids asking you about like your your different legs that you've had and whatever and how it makes you like you're actually a superhero which I think is dope. But when you started getting those questions, was it hard for you to answer or were you kind of just like rolling with it? Like, look, I can talk about this. I was just rolling with it because I knew I couldn't change anything about myself, so I just decided to roll with it. Right. And then. And I like how I am today. I, I wouldn't change a thing about me. That's dope. And then you, you start to get in this age where everybody's playing and everybody's running around and sports start becoming your thing. How did how did the love for baseball start? Do you remember that? Um, yeah. So I went to my fir I, first Christmas. 
I got a baseball bat and I started using it with my dad, I think when I was like three and he just started hitting on the tee with me. Just keep it, keep on hitting on the tee. And then I go to my first game of Cubs game at Wrigley field. Wow. Changed my life because my favorite player, he is on the Detroit Tigers right now, but he used to be on the Cubs Javier Baez. I look up to him. He's a very good player, very good fielder. But then as soon as, I left that game. I was like, I want to play baseball. So I gave it a try. I started playing at I-9. And then it, it was like four through six. And then I came to something. I changed houses. I came to something local and played at Fishhawk. And I played there until I think I was 10. And I then I played two years with the East Bay Chiefs. And like I said, when I started, it just – was an ongoing love. I didn't stop. Right. I never had a second thought about, oh, I should quit. I should do this. Never a second thought. So when you were deciding, when you when you were when you were, and, and like I said, I, I see you play baseball so much, and I'm like, this kid is really getting it. When you when you decided, right? Did you know what position that you wanted to play, or did you, was it immediately after like uh, the guy you were looking up to? Was it like you wanted to play no. his position or? When you got out there, there were some there were some adjustments made. Like you wanted to play something, they were like, "Well, we got to see." I didn't really know where I was going to play because when I was younger, I always used to play second base. Gotcha. When I was when I was like in rookies with like machine pitch and minors, I always used to play second base. And ironically, second base is what my favorite player can play. He plays shortstop in second base. Boom. So it was pretty cool that like I'm getting to play like the same position as my favorite player. And now I still play second base. I, I don't really play another position. I could play shortstop, but my arm is kind of not up to it. Gotcha. Well, I, I've seen you pitch too, though. You're, you're pitching now too, right? Oh, no. I only pitch because <laughs> like we really have like a fast pitcher. We right. have like all fast pitchers. But then... Like they bring me in just to like mess them up and oh, okay. throw really slow. Gotcha. So okay. they'll like be facing like sixty miles per hour, and then I'll just come in like throw it slow. And everybody's That's, like my goal is throw it slow. And everybody's timing is off. Yeah, everybody's timing is off. They're like really, really early. Gotcha. So as we're progressing, and and again, there's there's so much going on with you, and I, I want to get into your 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 uh, another favorite thing of mine, your relationship with your sister. But you're you're growing, and and suddenly the relationship with Shriners starts to show itself, and you start doing more stuff with them. How what what is what is the relationship with them? I mean, I know like your bio says you're a Shriners kid, right? But what exactly? do you do with Shriner? I know that they take care of you and your, and your main care is there, but you're also becoming more of like a spokesman. You're doing videos for them. You're doing social media stuff with them. You're traveling. What's what's uh, the exact relationship over there? I think it's, I think the specific term is like called like a ambassador. Okay. It's like a child ambassador. Okay. And I do like speeches. I go to like events. I just speak about like what happened to me, my story. And they just, I think I became a child ambassador when like I started becoming confident in speaking because they used to just be my mom speaking at like events and stuff. But now I became like an ambassador, which can like, you can go speak at places that you get invited to. 
and you get to speak about your story, which I think is really cool. Right. So at what at, at what point did you look at mom and go, mom, I got this. I because, I, you know, like I said, when I when I first started seeing you, right, I, I went to a couple of events that I think that I even did with you guys and and mom would get the mic and you'd be there and your sister and your dad would be there. Um, when was the shift for you that you were like, you know what? I, I want to tell this story, mom. How old were you? I think I think it was when I was in BFK Bulls for Kids. It's a it that's like a program that they run for like the Shriners kids. And you get to pick like captains. And I it was my second year and I was like, I'll just give it a try because I already I tried the first year, but no, it didn't work. But then the second year I came in and I was like, I'm gonna give it a try. And then I did it. It was a little bit like wonky. It wasn't as good as like the ones today, but that's when it started. And then I started doing like more speeches. I did another speech there. And then like I did one at um, Vantage Point. It was, it's like a hotel. And then it, all the speeches just came on from there and commercials and um, like being on the news. And I spoke about my story on the news, all of that. Do you do do a lot of times when you're when you're when you're after you talk somewhere or after you do something and you shake in the hands or whatever, do a lot of people come up to you and be like, man, I'm so inspired. I'm glad that you told your story. Does that does that give you like a different oh. feeling inside when people tell you like they're glad? Because to me, like I said, I'm I'm really like I said, I I'm, I know people look at me like I'm running around. I'm this DJ. I do the bucks and this, that and the other. But I really get inspired when I get to talk to someone like you and actually hear your story from you. How does that make you feel when people, not just me, but like people that you meet there go, Zombie, I was glad to hear you tell your story. Like it, it's so inspiring to come from you. How, do, how does that make you feel? Oh, when people do that, it makes me feel amazing. It makes me feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do. Because if I, if I didn't do what he wanted me to do, I would probably just like be doubting myself and everything. But now I'm like, I don't really think about this. I just think of myself as a normal kid. And so I just do what I'm told to do and what I feel like is needed. And I think about changing other people's lives because I want people to like, I want people to in, enjoy what they like to do because I didn't let my legs stop me and from what I like doing. So people shouldn't let some like roadblocks stop what they would like doing. Right. So it just makes me feel good and it just, makes me feel like oh I, I I changed this person and I feels good I feel good about it I get like a little like feeling in my heart like oh, I did good right here dope <laughs> I know something else you're excited about because you mentioned it in the beginning and following you on social media you was it you and the team you guys went to Cooperstown is that was it an all-star team was oh. it a regular team what was that team that you it guys was, it was our travel it was our travel team it was okay. our travel team and you went to Cooperstown and Yes. And, and was it it was it was it a tournament as well as just the Cooperstown Hall of Fame got to do all of that kind of stuff? What was that exactly? You see, we we thought of it as a tournament. We didn't mess around because our coaches on our first games, we didn't do so well. But then our coaches were like, did you guys come here to play or did you guys just come here to have fun? He's like, I get it's a good experience but it's not about having fun. It's about winning. And he's like, have fun on the field, but this this is also, we also need to win. 
So then we won. Bang, 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 bang. Wow. And then you got but to then, do... Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And we got to go to the Hall of Fame of Baseball, which is like... It was so cool. I got so many pictures there. I got... Like I got pictures of one of my all-time favorite players, Roberto Clemente, a Puerto Rican player from the Pirates. Yeah, I, I remember who that guy. Zombie, I know a little something. I, 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 I'm. Not, hey, look, man, I'm not like your mom. I know a little something about these players out there. Okay, I do, I do, I do. But I appreciate oh, yeah. you. I appreciate you giving me that clarification. What else did you? What else did you get to see though in this Hall of Fame place? Because I haven't been there, right? And you were in. Like I saw pictures. You were all over. What outside of seeing your favorite player, what was it about the Hall of Fame that made it such a great experience for you? What made it is the love of baseball, the love of baseball, for sure. Once you hear baseball, you automatically think like it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun. And so once I stepped in, it was like crazy. There was like a Jackie Robinson, Babe Ruth and like Hank Aaron. Like right there, and it was just like I think it was like clay, and then you just walk in, and you go through like a bunch of stuff like like history upon baseball, and then like once I got to like because there was like a history part with like older players, and it like and it like blended and blended into like newer players, and I knew a lot of the older players, but I recognized like every new player. And it was just so cool to see like how baseball transitioned from like older to today, like how they used to not wear helmets. They just wore hats in the batter's box, how it was crazy to see a pitcher like Babe Ruth who could pitch and hit. But now today it's not that crazy, like Shohei Otani. And it was just crazy to see all of that because a lot of stuff you didn't know. And it was just really cool. It was just really cool. I, I don't even know. I'm like, I was like speechless when I got there. No, dude, it's cool. Hey, hey, can we, can we, uh, you know what I want to do for a second too? You, you live here in Tampa Bay, which if everybody didn't gather that by now, right? So you, you're, are you a Rays fan? Uh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Okay, well, well, let's do this. I, I, I want to talk sports with you a bit. All right, so you, you're you're my sports analyst. I'm gonna ask your opinion, uh, you know, and get some of your thoughts. Kind of like a first take with Ekin and Zavi, real quick, you know. And you be my guy that I ask your opinion on some on some things with sports, and you just give me your thoughts. It doesn't have to be a right or wrong answer. Just give me your thoughts. Let's talk about you know you loving to go to baseball games. Do you think that the Rays yeah. should move the stadium from in downtown St. Pete to somewhere here in Tampa? For sure, hands down, they all they should they, they if they want to stay keep it there, they should be called the downtown something Rays, not the Tampa Bay Rays. That what what well, that would make it easier for the Tampa Bay fans to go to, right? If it was over here in 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 Tampa, like right in the center. Yeah, it would be way easier. Like you have Tampa Bay Rays, but then in Tampa we have a bunch of Tampa Bay Rays fans. So they have to drive all the way to downtown to go to a game when it's not even in Tampa. It it kind of doesn't make sense. Okay. Let's, let's overall look at, at baseball right now. Who do you see going to the World Series this year? I probably see the Yankees. I, see, I, I know the Yankees have won like 27 World Series, but 
the way they're playing right now, I feel like the Yankees could go, the Dodgers could go, and that might be my two, the Yankees and the Dodgers. And if the Yankees and Dodgers go, who do you see winning? Yankees. How many games? Four, five, six? Um, it depends, because sometimes in the playoffs, they choke. Like, they'll win, like, so many games, and then they'll, like, choke in the playoffs. So they might have to take it in, like, the last game because they might, like, win the first game, struggle, win the, win the second game, struggle, win the fifth, and then struggle again. So they might have to take it into the seventh game. Okay, you see, you see, you see, Jason. Sometimes you got to get get the sports from the guys who actually play it. You know, you and I sit over here and talk this stuff. Zavi plays, so he's got, he's got a different outlook on it. Zavi, I I know that this person is super close to you, and I watch them in your videos. I've seen you guys out, and she gets to call you by a different nickname than everybody else. She calls you Bubba, and that would be your yeah. little sister, probably your biggest fan out there, yes. other than mom and dad, right? How? That relationship, do you think it's going to, let me ask you this. She, right now you're 12. How old is Zoe? Uh, She's seven. Okay, Zoe is seven. Zoe is like your biggest protector, your biggest fan. Yeah. Let's talk about when you get 14, 15, and the girls start looking at you. Mom is not going to want to hear this part of the interview. Is Zoe going to be okay? Are you going to talk to, are you and Zoe that close that you're going to talk to Zoe about who you might choose to date or are you going to ask Zoe's advice on what she thinks about the girls that you wind up dating later in life? Because, you know, and this may be a too, too quick question. Mom may be like, Egan, why'd you ask him that? But you and Zoe are so tight. Like, I know she's like your confidant right now. Do you see Zoe helping you with advice as she turns 14, 15? No, she, she, said that if I, she said that if I get a girlfriend that she's going to beat her up. Wow. <laughs> she, she doesn't want anybody else around you. She said she's the only girl that's going to be around me. How, how is it that like and, and, and like I said, I, I think you guys relationship is great, man. How is it having her as like your one of your biggest fans and, and being there for all the things that you do? And when you're doing like like I've seen her in commercials with you, of course, she's at a lot of your games and stuff like that. How is that really to you, that relationship of having a sister that that supports you the way that she does and your whole family? Yeah, it's great because sometimes you get down on yourself and then she'll just come up to me and be like, you got this, Bubba, you got this. And that'll like, like, and then I'll do great the next game. And so she's just great to have there because she also like regular, like home life. She'll just help me with a lot of stuff. Like if I want to practice, she'll like throw balls to me and I'll just like keep going with my glove. But in baseball, she's just a big help because she always makes me, like, stay positive. She never wants me to get down because she can all every time see when I get down. And, like, it's just great to have her there because she, whenever I'm, like, having, like, a maybe, like, a one-for-four game, I'm, like, and, like, maybe, like, an error, she's, like, come on, you got this. Next play, next play, next play. Come on, Bubba, you got this. You you can hit it next time, hit it next time. And she just makes me always keep my head up and stay positive no matter like how bad I'm doing. No matter how good I'm doing too. She'll always like be like, come on, baby, you got it, next play, next play. 
like it's always next play. That, that's really dope. Um, I know I've held you up a lot this morning, man, and I, I want to finish this this interview and this talk with you. Like, um, what's next, man? Like, I, I know you got a lot going on with Shriners. I know you got a lot going on with baseball. And you're only 12, dude, doing all this stuff. Um, what do you got coming up in the future? Or even some things that, you know, we can watch for you online or that sort of thing. What do you have? What are you working on now? Um, right now, I'm working on just like baseball right now. I'm working on like baseball because I have a tryout. Because what happened to my team was my coach is going to take time off from coaching. So everybody had to like split up and now we won't have like the East Bay Chiefs anymore. It was really sad because I've been playing for them for two years now, two, almost three years. And because we went to Cooperstown together, that's like a crazy thing. And like we like our, we had like an umpire and he said, we're this. He says, this is family. This isn't, he says, this is what we have. This is what other teams don't, other teams do not have. He said, we had a family. So it was like really hard for us to like leave and like know that we're not going to be playing on the same team for each other ever again. But now I'm trying out for another new team so I can play for them. And hopefully I make it. I'm pretty confident in making it though. I'm pretty sure I'll make it. And I've just been practicing for that because I know I need to make that team. And I've just been like just chilling, resting, making sure I don't put too much like weight on my leg, making sure I practice and chill, practice, chill, make sure I drink a lot of water. Right. So then I have been like, so I can get ready. I don't want to be drinking like soda. So then like my stomach won't hurt at the child. I won't get a lot of cramps. I've been making sure to eat a good like amount of food per day. But yeah, I have that coming up. And I have school coming up, which I'm not excited for whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, what grade are you going to this year? I'm going into seventh grade. Oh, so we're, we're doing middle school action. Yep, we're doing middle school. Oh, okay. You got some stuff coming up with Shriners by any chance? Um, well... I'm going to have to be going to get my new leg, I think, in North. I, I forgot one. I think it was North or South Carolina. Oh, okay. Excited yeah. about that? So, not really. It, it's kind of tough to see uh, Shriners, like, be, like, gone. And I'll have to go to the one in, like, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I wish you nothing but success, man. And, and I hope that you'll continue to have these conversations with me, man. So I can, you know, see what's going on with you. We can talk sports, you know, we can, cause Jason doesn't, Jason doesn't talk sports, dude. He, he talks, but not sports. And he's here with me all the time, but he doesn't talk sports, man. Um, if, if I could ask you before you go, if you could give me one, like if there's a kid that needs some inspiration, and it came from you, what would you tell them? I would tell them, be happy. Make sure you always have a positive mindset. No matter if they're playing sports or like, they just wanna, they just wanna like do good in school. Be, make sure you focus on a lot on what you want to do and don't, and don't do what other people, don't please other people before yourself. Do what pleases you. And put, like, for sports, put in work, 
because you're not going to get anywhere if you don't put in hard work. So make sure you put in work, do what pleases you and not others. And just if you put your mind to what you want to do, you can do it no matter the circumstances. You can do what you want to do if you put your mind to it. Boom. A word from my man Zavi. Hey, where, where can they find you at online too if they're looking for you on social media? Um, I have TikTok, I have um my I have Instagram and I and I have I have Snapchat. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's all at, at Zavi Gonzalez, right? It's all at Zavi Gonzalez. Yeah. You can just probably search up like Zavi here. I have like a couple accounts. Here's my baseball one. Oh, Zavi. Um, Zavi underscore BSBL for baseball dot zero, which is my baseball number zero. Ah, okay. Gotcha. And And then your other one, your other one, I got it. It's at Zavi Gonzalez. So on Instagram, Z-A-V-I. Gonzalez, Z A V I G O N Z A L E Z. Just want people to be able to see your story, man, yep. and, and know about you. So I gotta make sure that they follow you online. What's your What's your favorite social media app, by the way? Is it TikTok? Is it Snapchat? Is it Instagram? My, yeah, what's your favorite? I mean, I like TikTok. I like TikTok because I like fishing, and I look at like a lot of fishing stuff. I like watching like baseball stuff a lot, and I just like watching like funny little skits. Okay, so do you make a lot of TikToks? No, not really. Just what? I, I haven't had any games, so I haven't been able to like post any like my baseball stuff. So once I once I make the team, I'm not I'm not I'm once I make the team. It's not if I make the team. Once I make it, boom! I like that. Once I make this team, I'll be posting a lot more baseball stuff. Okay, cool. We'll look out for that, man. Shout out to my man Zavi Gonzalez, man. Uh, a Shriners ambassador, um, baseball extraordinaire, just just like a, a real cool kid, man. And I love to see everything that you're doing, man. And I'm I'm glad that you woke up today to take the time to talk to me here at the DJ Aiken Podcast, man. And um, I wish you nothing but the best. We gotta like, I think I think next thing I want to do, if if you're okay with it, is I get to come hang out with you one day, and we I get to hang out with you on the field. I you know I got a glove. I haven't played baseball in a while, but it kind of was like all I used to do growing up too. So I kind of relate. And played second base in New York and all that kind of oh, stuff. Okay. So yeah, so I, I kind of relate, but I think that'd be cool to just just hang out with you like that. So if we can schedule some time and get that rocked out real real soon, I'd like that. And also too, man, big shout out to your mom, man. She's like your biggest fan too, outside of you know Zoe and and Dad, I'm sure. But she always is like making sure you know that we know what's going on with you. And she was like, Eakin, can you and Zavi talk? I'm like, that's my man. We can always talk, you know? And so big shout out to mom Alicia as yeah. well, man. And big shout out to everybody supporting you and your entire thing, man. I appreciate you taking the time, man. And, and best of luck with everything. All right. All right. Thank you. I love this. I, I hope we could do this again. Oh, we definitely can do it again, dude. Like we could, we'll, we'll like, look, we'll get it on the calendar. We'll definitely do it again. All right. If you, if you're with it, I'm with it. We'll make it happen. All right. All right. Appreciate you, man. My man, Zavi Gonzalez, man. I appreciate you stopping through. Thanks. Man, talk about an inspiring day. It's not the normal hoopla I have here at the DJ Aiken Podcast, man. It's always good, though, to talk to uh, an inspiration, man. And, and like I said, if you if you want to learn more about Zavi Gonzalez, man, it's at Zavi Gonzalez on Instagram. That's really where I follow him at. A lot of chaos is going on out there online. So it's really good to, to talk to someone 
who's positive. And the crazy thing about it, like I said, when I when I started this this episode is every time I've ever seen Zavi and his family, Zavi's been like smiles and and I know nobody's happy all the time. And it could just be like maybe he's prepped sometime and he's ready. But it was crazy for me to just find out what I knew about him down the road after being like, wait a minute, this kid is really going through like a lot of stuff and he's never really down. So it made some of the things that I would let bother me feel or seem that much more insignificant, man. And, and I guess my point with that is, man, um, don't sweat the small stuff because a lots of times it's small stuff and we're letting it ruin our day. When, if you really took the time to look at it, there's a lot more positive going on in your life. And if we just focused on that a little bit more, we would probably have a lot better days. All right, man. CJ can podcast, man. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget, man, uh, at uh, youtube.com slash uh, DJ Eakin TV. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and all that good stuff over there on the channel. And, of course, on all your podcast platforms, uh, the DJ Eakin Podcast, man. That's going to do it for us. Shouts out to my man Jason and everybody over at Radio Influence. Um, this episode was fun, man. It was really fun, man. And, again, thank you, Zavi. Shouts out to Shriners Hospital and all the good stuff you do. Mama Alicia, shouts out to Zoe and the entire Gonzalez family, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I will rock with you sooner. All right, it's your man, DJ Eakin, man. Holla! Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.